Gregory, do yes. you think nice guys finish last? Um, I kind of do. I think we oh. I think we live in a cutthroat world and I can't help but think sadly just that's just the way it is. No, I feel like that makes me really depressed, don't you? <laughs> I think that nice people that you think are nice deep down aren't. For example, from Gilmore Girls, we got Rory, who many people think is a nice character. But in my opinion, she's very dominant. She's rude. She doesn't have very many friends. You might think she's nice. IMO, she's not nice. I mean, I think that's an interesting question is like what makes somebody nice or not. Like one of my favorite shows is Please Like Me. And Josh Thomas plays like himself. And he is a nice guy, but he's also kind of a dick. But I think it kind of comes down to what ultimately is even nice. Yeah, the definition of nice and the definition of success is how we're going to be able to figure out if nice guys do, in fact, finish last. I have an opinion of my own. We'll see what it is. But I'm curious if it'll change by the end of the app. Welcome to Netflix's Know It All. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm Mitch Moffat. You might know us from YouTube or TikTok. We're the ASAP Science Guys and your new hosts of this podcast. Do you ever watch something on Netflix and start wondering about the psychology and science in your favorite shows and movies? Why we are the way we are. That's why we're here, to answer all your burning questions. And today we're exploring, do nice guys finish last? Because spoiler alert, they do. No, Greg, you're wrong, and they do not. I'm the only one you can trust. Only the best evil can disguise as good. This week, we watched the new Netflix movie, The School for Good and Evil. It's a story of two friends who head to a magical school where one ends up on the side of good and the other ends up on the side of evil. Along the way, there are all kinds of references to the fairy tales that we grew up with. And one of these things we think about when we think about all those moral of the story kind of stories is that, well, the nice guy or girl is supposed to win at the end. But do they really? The school for good and evil. Don't tell me you've never heard of it. Where is it? No one knows. Another time, another world. But legend has it. It's where the true story behind every great fairy tale begins. The school for good trains the heroes. The school for evil, the villains. Or so they say. All right. I have my own opinions about our question today, but it's good to have some sort of level playing field and start with a definition. So what do we even mean by nice? Okay. So like when I say the phrase nice guy, what comes to mind for you? Like helpful? In my head, I'm like, no, it's needy. (laughs) No, it's like trustworthy. Or like boring, quiet, no friends. Greg, (laughs) do you think I'm a nice guy? (laughs) Deep down? No. Now that's a different podcast. (laughs) The definition of nice on dictionary.com has words like pleasing, agreeable, delightful. When we think about the word nice and how we actually use it, the psychological definitions of nice come with other words like needy, weak, predictable, boring. And the slang phrases like nice guys finish last or no more Mr. Nice Guy pertain to this trope that a nice guy could be like harmless, uninteresting, unappealing, and unable to make it to the top. But when we think about people around us and whether we perceive them as being nice, overall 60% of Americans think that there are more good people than bad people in the world. And only 19% of Americans think that people tend to be bad. So overall, we do think there's more nice guys out there, but whether we think they're going to finish last is a different story. A big way we measure success in life is the ability to find love. So do nice guys finish last there? 
A paper in the Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin had straight couples, and yes, I'd say almost all this research is on straight couples, um, actually go into chat rooms and go on these like little dates and then ask them after how they went. And what they found was that women initially find nice men less attractive, but not maybe for the reason that you think. They essentially thought that being too nice too soon was like almost kind of creepy and like off-putting. Also, women typically perceive nice guys as intelligent, which is ding, 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 good. But they do assume that they're less sexually experienced and potentially even less attractive. See? Nothing happened. Has to be true love. I'm okay to keep this casual. All right, that's fair when it comes to sexy, passionate time. But according to Reagan and Joshi in 2003, women actually prefer nice, intelligent, and fun men as long-term partners. So while the bad boys might win the sprint, the nice guys are actually winning the marathon. Ever heard of the tortoise and the hare? Oh. It also goes the other way. So men find responsive or empathetic females more attractive. And in particular, since COVID, many people, women especially, have been prioritizing meaningful connections rather than just sort of entertaining casual ones. So when it comes to love in the long term, nice people are finishing first. All right, next bucket. When we think about somebody who really wins at life, we have to think about how much money they make, right? It's at least an easily quantifiable thing. For me, when I think of a nice person, I think of someone who is agreeable, maybe unwilling to stand up for themselves. How's a person like that going to succeed at making more money? Like sometimes you got to cut in line, fight for that parking spot. You know what I mean? It depends. I could see like in salary negotiations, just saying yes immediately means you're leaving money on the table. But we all have that friend who always says no to where to go for dinner. That person is not on the group text anymore. They're not invited out. The Wall Street Journal actually looked at this and found that nice guys or guys who were considered to be more agreeable actually earned less money than non-agreeable, quote unquote, mean guys. Men who measured as non-agreeable earned 18% more than their nicer counterparts. And when it came to women, the non-agreeable ones earned 5% more than their agreeable or nice counterparts. According to Edelman, they surveyed CEOs. So this is just based on their opinion. But the CEOs were quoted of saying that maybe being too nice lost them 8% of their gross revenue. Part of this we should note when it comes to CEOs is that they felt being honest and forthright mattered and maybe being nice could be about protecting your feelings or keeping in your feelings. So having honest conversations with employees, which CEOs might consider not nice, could be a part of why they are quote unquote getting ahead. You've been honest, kind, patient. And did they admit you were good? No. While it may be true that they make more money, that doesn't necessarily mean they are more successful in business or their career, though, right? So we know that a lot of famous leaders show narcissism, psychopathy, Machiavellianism. It's something that experts often refer to as the dark triad of personality, and these can be extremely damaging to organizations. So research has shown that these dark traits have at least potentially costly outcomes in the workplace. Things like poor job performance from themselves and their subordinates, increased counterproductive work behaviors, fewer organizational citizenship behaviors, lower levels of ethical decision-making, negative perceptions from others, low team morale, and greater likelihood to engage in criminal or illegal behaviors. 
That's all super interesting, but I actually found a study based in the military, specifically the West Point cadets. They just had superior officers sort of rate the qualities that were found in a lot of the people who were successful or actually like making it high in the leadership scale. And the number one answer that they came up with was narcissism. I mean, that's interesting, but do you really want to work for a narcissist? There's also another study conducted on over 50,000 leaders that looked at likability and leadership ability, which found the chances that a manager who is strongly disliked will be considered a good leader are only about one in 2,000. If there is a mistake, then it is one that someone is going to get fired for literally. Whoa, okay, true, okay, true. We also have to consider the health impact on literal employees. So studies have looked at bad leaders actually being associated with the incidence of heart disease in their employees. A good boss may literally be good for your heart. (laughs) Okay. This is all fascinating information, but I must say it feels like there's a lot of compelling research as to why nice guys do finish last. Okay, fair. It does feel like that. But I have one more thing I want to throw out here to balance the scales. So they've actually done computer simulations to see what kind of strategies actually come out on top in games. And what they realized is there are aggressive strategies, there are sort of neutral strategies, and then there are passive strategies. The aggressive ones that would exploit and take advantage would succeed early on, but in the long run, they would actually fail. And the strategy that came out on top was something called tit for tat. So if you did something nice for it, it would perform that action back to you. If you exploited it, it would exploit back. And as a result, it wasn't able to be taken advantage of, but if someone was nice to it, it would always be nice. And it kind of makes me think of humans. Hmm. You don't want to be somebody who can be walked all over and taken advantage of, but If you can be around and in an environment of nice people, you can actually all thrive to a much better degree. So it's about being nice, but not being taken advantage of. That's like an interesting way of looking at it. Yeah. No, you are not evil. You're just human. Now, before we go, do you know where the phrase nice guys finish last came from? No idea. Yeah, it it is sports history. So I didn't know either. I had to look it up. You know, we gay, we don't do sport. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) So he's the legendary baseball manager, Leo DeRoche, and he's attributed to the quote. But it's not a direct quote. What he was talking about was like the Giants manager, Mel Ott. And he said, do you know a nicer guy in the world than Mel Ott? He's a nice guy. In last place. Where am I? In first place. I'm in first place. The nice guys are over there in last place. Not this dugout. So he was like talking like about how he was in first place. He didn't even make the quote? Yeah, I'm like, it was not even a direct quote. So in my head, it's like, you know, that's not a very nice guy. And here he has this famous quote. And so, you know, a mean guy finished first. Ouch. <laughs> So there you have it. Nice guys or gals finish last, sometimes when it comes to love or money, but sometimes they also come out on top too. Things are nuanced, things are balanced, it's science. So that's it for this week's Know It All. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm Mitch Moffat. 